Sing to me of the man, muse, the man of twists and turns, driven time and again off course. Once he had plundered the hollowed heights of Troy. Many cities of men he saw and learned their minds. Many pains he suffered, heartsick on the open sea, fighting to save his life and bring his comrades home. But he could not save them from disaster, hard as he strove. The recklessness of their own ways destroyed them all. The blind fools, they devoured the cattle of the sun, and the sun god wiped from their sight the day of their return. Launch out now on his story, muse, daughter of Zeus. Start from where you will. Sing for our time, too. Book One, The Iliad of Homer. Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheel as we discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. It's me, Al, and we are here in the pottery shed. I just finished my Christmas show. Black Friday weekend. It's Sunday night, and this is episode 15 of the Pin Tool Podcast. I'm sitting next to the warm heater, and I had a really nice show. And I wanted to go through some of the things that I learned and some of the interactions that I had. So if you want to pull up a chair around the heater, feel free. It's nice and warm. And the wind is going to be howling outside, and it's just getting cold. And I heard, I heard we had some snow on the way, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's not true, because so far we've gotten lucky, no snow, but it is almost December. So I had a really nice show the last three days. It was down a little bit from last year. But I am very happy to be able to create and sell pots at all. As you know, my goal for every show is to be able to sell at least one pot. And I did that at 9.45 a.m. Friday morning, day one of the show. Uh, a nice lady was down here waiting to get in 15 minutes early to create a mug and bowl set for her cabin off the grid out here in Laceyville, Pennsylvania. So she was able to get a nice set of four bowls and four mugs and mix and match the way she wanted. And I was happy to have those here for her. And uh, I told her last show to come early if she wanted to get first pickings, and she did. So it worked out. And I always appreciate the, uh, the locals showing up early and having a fun time. I get to talk to them and just have really great interactions. Another thing uh, for the second show, uh, I also had another potter here, Nan Birdie. Uh, she does beautiful work in both gas and wood fire. And as you all know, I was able to get the kiln here, and she was the previous owner of that kiln. And 
I was here selling pots with her and she sold a piece so that was nice and I sold some pots I had my friend Jill here Jill makes goat soap and other things dealing with sheep and goats and she sold some items and a new friend that I met did some crafts things and uh, so she was here also and my Aunt Joan with the pot cozies so thanks to all the people who uh, made that show and made those interactions amazing because I am far more about interactions than I am about revenue because I see revenue as a byproduct of those strong interactions that you have and the stories that you tell people and the stories that you're giving people when you sell them handmade and when you sell them your art right and what they what they say when they leave and how good they feel about themselves after they've been here and that's how i would like things to go so that's that was pretty nice and it was down a little bit like i said from last time but i think a lot of people went and bought their gifts and items for friends at the fall show so the turnout this year was just down a little bit there was a lot going on in the area with other events and so some people probably went to those events since they already been here in the fall um so what else is going on i've been doing a lot of reading and thinking and in this episode i would like to talk about what your story is and define define my story and, and what that means and i happened to hear a lecture on the odyssey driving up to my sisters for thanksgiving and it was amazing and it totally helped me define what i was doing here in very clear terms and what we're going to talk about is some greek philosophy ideas that are a bit deep but you will be able to understand it because hopefully i can explain it to you in a way that very few people may not always discuss because we're we're artists and we're busy making work we don't have time to read the books we don't have time to sit around and think and um i've been exposed to a lot of different people and i'm not saying i'm brighter than anybody else but i want to share with you what i just learned right you could do it too if you took the time to to immerse yourself in the types of things that i've been immersed in it's very easy and it can be done so i'm not saying i'm anybody special but on my way up to my sisters up to saratoga um i was listening to lectures on the odyssey as i was saying and some of the concepts that they were using to talk about odysseus's travels and his experiences and his homecoming to ithaca was quite amazing and it kind of mapped out where i'm at right now to tell you the truth i feel like i kind of squeaked by on this show um, a lot of things were going on at work 
at the paper factory. The upgrades didn't upgrade right. The upgrades didn't upgrade right. And uh, so there's a lot of corrections that we always have to make. It's tiring and exhausting. And you don't feel like doing anything on your day off. So there was that whole thing. And then I had a lot of losses coming out of the kilns from raw firing. Um, so I'm working out some of those ideas. I'm going to go back to Bisque for a while and take my time making things because the loss from the raw firing technique that I need to get better at, um, I'm going to slow it down and learn that technique better because it will save me gas, right? I just need to work out the issues that any new person would have starting to do the raw fire or single fire process, right? And for those who don't know, the single fire process is where you throw the pot, you let it dry, somewhat dry to where it's a little bit gray, you glaze it, and then you fire all at one time. The ramp up is, is slower. You ramp it up like a bisque fire. And then once through its once it's through the bisque stage, you go ahead with the glaze firing schedule to the higher glaze temperature. So I did all that, but I got a lot of defects and I found that it was in the way and in the technique that I was glazing and dipping my pots using dipping glazes. Because I hand mix, I use dipping glazes, and the the process of doing that needs to be a little bit different when I'm single firing than when I had the pot bisque. And so I need to work out a few of that. So the loss was huge, but uh, I did get some, some nice things out. Tonight, after I upload this podcast, I need to work on getting shave bowls loaded to my website for Cyber Monday. So I have a promotional coupon going out to old-timey wet shavers and the wet shaving community, the community that I first started making pots for seven, eight years ago now. And I was on Etsy for a while before I went big local, bigger local. And um, I just ran out of time. But once a year around Christmas, I make a bunch of pots and I put them up there so that they can buy gas-fired handmade shaving bowls and i used to do the brushes too so i need to do that tonight after so i'm hoping that everybody had a wonderful thanksgiving uh, i was able to get away i fired out the kilns till 1 a.m on wednesday no thursday morning so i worked wednesday on the pots i got the glaze firing going and then the kilns went down at 1 a.m. on Thursday morning. And I took a little nap. I headed out to my sister's at 5 a.m. Thursday morning. And I got up there at breakfast time and had breakfast with them. Surprised mom. And mom was all happy. Mom is 88 years old now. And so having us all together was a real nice thing for her. Then we had a really nice dinner with turkey and hung out with family. And then I came back. I left up there probably around 3 or 4. Made it back here around 7 or 8. 
And then I got the shop ready for the show opening Friday morning. So that was a big thing. Um, and I was a little bit tired. So after the show Friday night, um, I pretty much went to sleep and slept for a while. So I'm glad I got everything done. And I'm glad that I was able to have pots for the show. And I was glad that I was able to sell one pot at least. And sometimes you shouldn't beat yourself up or compare to other shows. Because every situation is different. Every pot you make is different. Every cultural and social thing is different and everything may not go the same way all the time and i'm just happy to be making work that matters for people who care and being able to show up right sometimes putting the effort into just showing up is more than what others may be able to handle right you're far better just showing up even if you didn't sell a thing even if you only had one pot you're far better and somebody who sat and just thought about making pots someday, but never did, right? So you're that far ahead. So all those people who made their pots and put them out there and showed up, congratulations. And I hope that you had amazing sales where you went. And I hope that you all were able to sell one pot. And if not, feel good that you put in the effort to make your pots and show up at least, to tell your story to the world and to maybe uh, people who cared. All right, so we're gonna meet back here and we're gonna talk about all that Greek philosophy stuff about the story and finding your way as we make pots in art. So there's a lot of room around the heater out here in the shop. And as the cold wind blows, we'll sit in here and we'll discuss Homer's Odyssey. And how does that apply to the artist? All right, I'll go get a coffee and I'll meet you back here. Greetings, friends. Uh, welcome back. Pull up a chair around the heater here in the old pottery shed at Creek Road Pottery. And we're going to talk about some Greek concepts from the classics. And that classic is the writings of Homer and the Odyssey. And I happened to hear the lecture, as I mentioned before, in a lecture series on the Odyssey of Homer by um, Elizabeth Vandiver. She did lectures on the Great Courses um, series. And I can add a link to that series, and it's free on Audible. If you could download that, you can listen to the lecture too. And the lecture was lecture two, and... <laughs> That's kind of funny. I said two twice, but it was a, an amazing lecture. I try to read through the Iliad and the Odyssey at least once a year. I love the classics. 
And I'm a huge Joseph Campbell fan, and I try to fit the story in and mythology in and ideas in my work as much as I can. And I love seeing the art that I do is part as part of telling my story to the world. And I do story-based marketing and also permission-based marketing. And so every pot I send out, every pot that I make, I see it as me having the opportunity to tell my story to the world. And a lot of people ask, well, what is that story? That story is the interactions that you have with your customer through your work and through your personality and through the things you do and say and how you do your work, how you create your work, and also how it makes them feel when they use their work and the story they make up when they take it back and use it themselves. And on top of that, the story they tell others about their experiences when they met you and when they got the work and when they invite their friends hopefully to come and experience the things that they did right so that's the kind of thing that i think about quite a bit probably more so than maybe a lot of other people because we get so entrenched and buried in our work in making the pots uh, and we work so much in our businesses it's very hard to see over the top and look down and work on our businesses so i signed up for this group uh it's called this masterminds and um it's kind of like business owners who get together and they discuss these kinds of concepts and i felt like i couldn't go to normal artists and talk about these things because they were busy making work and had no ideas to contribute to me or take the time right even if they did to help me mull over all these things in my head so i'll put the link in the show notes to those series of lectures by Elizabeth Vanderville and I hope that you enjoy those and if you read the Iliad and the Odyssey you will totally enjoy that lecture series so how does it how does that come into play with what I'm doing here so she talks about Elizabeth talks about some uh, Hebrew not Hebrew, <laughs> some Greek terminologies and Greek customs. And one of those customs was Xena, which is the concept of hospitality. And according to Xena, you were both the host, the guest, the stranger, and the foreigner. So you would end up at times being all three of or four of these things in these categories. Because if you were hosting a guest, you were the host, and they would not be able to ask your name or who you were or where you were from until after you have eaten 
and after you have been given a bath and a bed and a room, then they could ask you, where are you from and what's your name? Because they didn't want people to bar other people based on who you were from having access to this hospitality if you were traveling, right? So it's kind of a hosting custom. It wasn't laws, but it was mainly um, a cultural um, custom. And if you broke those customs, there could be some serious um, uh, consequences, both to you and even to your children or your family. Because if you were a terrible host and you broke some of those rules, and maybe you robbed the person who was staying at your house, you could gain some really bad reputation. Or if you took advantage of your host and you did some terrible things, that could ruin your reputation because what people said about you. And this Xena term can be thought of also as us playing those four parts with our customers in the exchange. And how are you the host? How are you the, uh, the guest? How are you the stranger? How are you the foreigner? In the many different interactions that we have with our customer. You might say, hey man, you're making a stretch. But you're a stranger to your customer if you're doing direct sales. They don't even know you. They're coming up to your table for the first time because they seen a blue bowl and they thought it looked interesting. They don't know your story. They don't know who you are. They just need a blue bowl for grandma that they're going to give to her. So you sold them that, you pack it up for them, and they're gone. So that's kind of like a stranger uh, kind of concept, right? They don't know anything about you. They just show up. However, if you're a host and if you're a friend, they know about you. And they're familiar with your story. They've been here before. They know they've got, they've been shown great hospitality when they come. And they enjoyed being here. And they remember what they left with, right? So a lot of times after they would ask you your name, and if they owed your family something or they wanted to show you kindness, you got visitor gifts, which in the Iliad that ha or the Odyssey that happened quite a bit, where they gave Odysseus things when he showed up that he could leave with. They may have given him a ship and all kinds of things and uh, sent him on his way, right? So they shown great hospitality. So when they would show up at Odysseus's place, they would expect expect the same because they had that that bond and through doing so they may have become friends now another thing that was being concerned about and and it and it happens to the artists too is the story that you're trying to tell and in greeks in greek mythology and in greek ideas it was called kilos which is Translated to renowned or glory and related to the English word loud, 
and it's the meaning of what others hear about you, or kilos meaning accomplishing great deeds. Now, you can do it that way, and some have, right? Making your art, you want to get famous, you want to get out there. However, that should be a byproduct, in my opinion. You want to um, have your idea work so kilos benefits others rather than yourself. And only should kilos benefit yourself and your story after it benefited others first and your customers. And it should and kilos should be a byproduct to you. And you should never be so vain as to test the bards to see if your name shows up in the stories to be sure that your story is being sung. You should never test the bards. Meaning that you should not care more about being famous than creating good work that matters. If you create good work that matters for people who care, they will they will talk about stories and they will help you develop your kios. I mean kilos, right? So that's that's what you should look at. And I think it's very selfish for a person to look to fame and fortune first because it's taking advantage of the customer and almost places an expectation that should not be there on them um, and almost forces them to say how great you are and forces them to say how awesome you are in their stories, right? It should, it should be a natural process through hospitality, through kindness, through empathy, through gratitude, and all those things. Now, there's another concept um, which includes the homecoming. And that's called nostos. And um, in Greek literature, it was usually done by where the epic hero comes home by sea. And it was good luck and amazing that he even showed up at all. So I think that when we tell our story, the journey, right? The journey in our sea and our tumultuous, tumultuous, our tumultuous fightings with the materials and all of the chances that we take and all the uh, trials that we have, all the failures we have, all the sufferings that we have, ends up being part of that nostos and the return when we set up our show, when we open that kiln and somebody can come who cares, somebody who cares comes and sees it. And if you're not showing it to the world, if you open the kiln and you see that work that you created and feel good about it, that's your story of homecoming. And that is your Ithaca. So I think that those three concepts, kilos, nostos, and um, senia, are three things that you can think about. And I think that it's really important to get a handle down on what your story is. You don't need to race to the bottom because the winner 
of the race to the bottom gets bankruptcy and nobody wants to win that, right? Be generic. I mean, be unique and not generic. Be unique enough so you do not need to compete with the others that are generic and make those pots something about you for a story so that people come find you, right? Because they know you make those types of pots. They know you're the only one that makes those types of pots and they come looking for you because you're telling your story and you're out there using kilos and you're getting them out of the kiln and you're acting as the guest, the host, and all those wonderful things. So, um, I think that, and I hope that those concepts um, are able to uh, be understood by <laughs> you, the listener, and I hope that I didn't mess it up too bad because I hope that one day, you look out across the vast sea and you see a glimpse of the smoke of the cooking fires rising from your homeland of your Ithaca. Or may you one day, after many wanderings and hardships, right, wake up on its shores like Odysseus, surrounded by as many gifts that you were given. But even when you're on those shores of your homeland, it's fine to be suspicious and be on guard. Right, because there's still that resistance and there's still that ego and there's still that, that fight with ourselves that is always against us. Stephen Pressfield called it the resistance. It's that thing that is in our heads, tells us we can't do something, right? And it gives us every single excuse not to do the very things that we should do and it's there all the time, and we always need to fight it. So, hopefully, uh, you enjoyed that, friends. And I'm sorry if I got lost in the weeds. I'll post that lecture in the show notes. Be sure to check that out. I'm sure that you will enjoy it. And take a read of The Iliad and also Stephen Pressfield's War of Art. And uh, I'm sure you will enjoy both of those books. And also his book, uh, Going Pro. He has a lot to say about that. And friends, I am not claiming in any way to be some big scholar or going pro. You are where you're at, doing the best that you can. And I just want you to make pots that matter and show them to folks who care and have the time of your life doing that through all the struggles. And after you have traveled far and after you have struggled so much, maybe you'll even enjoy your sufferings after a while when you see your, when you see your story coming true, right? That's what I want you to do. All right, so I'm going to go. And I'm going to post images for Cyber Monday. And I hope that you all have excellent sales. And I hope you all make work that matters for folks who care. Take care of yourselves and each other.
and have a great day.